So if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube and you're someone who's thinking about starting a business, starting a new venture, going into anything that kind of stretches you outside of your comfort zone and stretches you outside of what you know yourself to be or anyone that knows you knows you to be, then hopefully by the end of this quick podcast video, whatever you're watching it on, you're going to be able to walk away with this with some of the lessons that I took away from my own personal experiences in how I was able to navigate from a construction industry job into a wellness job and also the environment that I was around at the time and how they received my different transition into just a different expression of myself. Now, Probably one of the biggest things when we're looking at people entering into business or in, in, entering into anything at all that is a little bit different than what they've typically been known to be seen to uh, express as far as their values are concerned. And one of the biggest things that people are scared of when, when they navigate into a different space or they navigate into a different expression of themselves is the worry and concern around what anyone else is going to be thinking. Uh, are the people around me going to give me shit? Am I going to, be, am I going to lose friends? All those sorts of questions and they're very relevant questions right so when i first started navigating into what i'm doing you know now eight nine ten almost ten years on now i was working in construction and then trying to work my way into uh the wellness space the wellness like marketing wellness solutions and going on to the online realm of business and this was all really really new to me right um I was, I guess you can, you could consider the people that I was kind of hanging out with society may deem unsavory, I suppose. Um, I thought they were kind of everyday regular type of people, but we kind of engaged in some, you know, leisurely activities that may be considered unsavory, like I said. And, you know, when they're looking at someone like me, who's kicking it with them, you know, very often recreational drug user, um, hanging around people that are quite intimidating. You know, that was in my, my environment. And then I'm going into a space where I want to help people. I want to see people grow. I want to help people reach new levels within their health and just themselves in general. And I'm trying to then go and move into a completely different space from the from the environment that I'm in, right? Now, when I was in my darkest times and, and, and in my hardest times, now this is why you need to go and, and do the thing that you want to do is because you're going to find out really quickly whether the pats on the back when you're having difficult times are actually, you know, come on, you'll be okay, things will work out or they're pats on the back saying, stay exactly where you're at. Now, you'll find out real quick when you start to go into a different space and you start to express different aspects of yourself, you'll find out whether or not that nurturing, that caring is actually empathy and sympathy and wanting to see you do well or if it was actually good, stay exactly where you're at that makes me feel comfortable, that doesn't trigger any unrealized potential within me, you'll find out really, really fast, right? You're, you're, you're going to actually need to have people around you that are going to maybe give you a little bit of grief. And why do you need that? Because they're going to keep you accountable, right? They're going to keep you accountable. Like I needed those people to say, this isn't you, you're being fake, what are you doing? You know, trying to drag me back into the the version of of me that they had come accustomed to and that they knew. What I realized is, if I was going to grow and to change and to mold and to go in this new direction and express different traits that maybe I hadn't been expressing expressing before, 
I was going to need some form of accountability. Now, I really just didn't want them to be right. You know, when those people were saying like, who are you? What are you doing? You know, who do you think you are? He's acting fake. All this sort of stuff, right? I needed it. And years down the track, you know, I just didn't want them to be right. You know, if I had to quit and, and reeled back into old ways, they would have been right. And that was just something that I didn't want. Easy enough, fucking hate people being right. So that was a bigger fear than anything else. Well, one of the bigger fears that actually got me to do stuff. And this is, again, our true fears are typically things that will navigate us forward into what we want to do. False fears will drag us a step backwards, right? So we're not obviously looking to become fearless. We're actually just using to harness fear, choose fears that actually get us to move instead of take a step back, right? So the first thing was, obviously, those people are going to keep you accountable and that's what you need, right? Now, when we're looking at worrying about whether or not you're being fake, okay, this is a question I want to ask you. Maybe you've been behaving and acting not yourself up until this point who's to say that the version of you that was showing up wasn't the fake version that's what the that what that's the version that they got this is what people need to understand and this is really the biggest thing when i'm trying to speak into people is like you you know if you know what confidence looks like act as if you are until it just becomes embodied right now people go well that's being fake no well this is the thing everyone has every single trait under the sun okay Every single trait under the sun, everybody has. The only difference is the levels of which they express and suppress certain values and certain traits and certain characteristics, right? If you've had some that are dormant, it doesn't mean that they've not been within you, okay? They've just been suppressed. Now you're deciding to go and express some of them and maybe downplay some of the others and that's going to alter the way that you're showing up. Okay, so when we look at life, and if we look at it in terms of remixing your favorite song, if you've got your life right now and you've got your favorite song, right? How do we remix a song and make it sound different? We play with all the different dials on the mixer. This goes up, this goes down, this goes up, this goes down. If you wanna remix your life, if you wanna change and alter your life, some of your traits need to either go down in expression or up in expression. And it's your job to be able to go and work out what ones they are and move them up, move them down, move them up. And that's going to be able to have the song play out different. It's going to be able to have your life play out different. Now, again, there's going to be some people that like the original version of the song and that's what they come accustomed to and they don't want to hear another version of the song, right? But if you're like me, some of the best songs that I've ever heard are remixes of old ones. And that's what growth is, right? So that's one of the big ones is just understanding that it's not a lot of the time acting fake. It's just you've realized that you've suppressed certain traits that are in, innate in everybody. Everybody holds every single trait. It just depends on whether or not they're expressed or suppressed. And obviously when you're going into a different realm or a different line of work, that's going to require you to express different traits and different characteristics that maybe you didn't show before. And that's going to be weird to a lot of people around you, right? Again, a lot of this growth stuff is really uncomfortable. A lot of times when we get haters or negativity, um, it's got to do with, and especially if people have come from the same place we have or the same sort of uh, area, it can be kind of confronting to have unrealized potential flare up. And that's typically what is happening. A lot of times when... Um, People see people close to starting to excel and starting to think, uh, starting to do different things. Not necessarily excel, just even just doing different things, right? Trying different things, having the courage to do different things. 
unrealized potential manifests in a lot of different ways. And sometimes that can be expressed in the distaste for a different sort of behavior that is leading towards a different desire. Also, a lot of times, you saying to yourself that you want different, you want more, you want change, says unconsciously to some people around you that what you have isn't good enough and what you have right now, which is similar to what they have right now, isn't good enough. And sometimes subconsciously, people read that as, as, as a personal attack. Why are you not content with what we've got or what we're doing? Okay. And that unconsciously will rear its heads like, I need to bring you back in. I don't want my potential flared up. And that's one of the biggest pains. And that's obviously why, you know, when we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that self-realization um, or entertaining of potential within society, within Western society, is really where most of people's joy and happiness is gonna come from is because they've met most of the basic needs. The biggest pain point for a lot of people is the fact that they don't feel a sense of progress or, or realizing their potential. And that's really, 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 really painful. I know for a lot of people, they're the most happiest they are in the process than they are when they've actually arrived at their destination. So one of the other things, and again, I wanna make this a really, really short, sharp video. Um, so it's a little bit more digestible than some of the long form type of stuff. So one of the last things is that a lot of people wanna try and get perfect before they start to show people their work, right? And a lot of times perfectionism is just, you know, an, an inability to take criticism or a fear of taking criticism. Now, one of the biggest things that, um, I loved about the way that I went about things in the beginning was I wanted people to see the progress. I had people come up to me two years later and it's like, I've been able to watch your process and watch you grow. And it, it became realer to people, to them, to see exactly how it plays out, right? I didn't treat every little thing I did as a defining moment. If I went and spoke at an event, if I did a video, whatever, I didn't think that it was my defining moment. It was just something that I was going to do and take away and love myself for simply doing. Again, we get so caught up in achievement and addiction to success that we don't celebrate the fact that we're even capable of just doing things that we didn't do before. I was really just kind of focused on, I'm creating a version of myself. That version of myself that holds the things that I want in life is capable of doing this. Now, the reward for me was simply just doing it the the self-worth didn't come from anything that i couldn't control uh other people's opinions whether it was good or bad all those sorts of things only thing i could control was whether or not i was capable of doing or not okay i placed all my self-worth in whether or not i could do it or not i placed all my self-worth in the fact that i'm just shooting this video right now i don't have my self-worth isn't altered or dictated to by whether or not this is received well or liked or viewed or any of this sort of stuff. I love myself just for the fact and my self-worth goes up because of the fact that I'm just even capable of doing something like this, right? And I just know that if I keep consistent and I kept consistent with certain things that I was going to get better. And those people watched me get better to the point where I was on stage and it seemed natural and I didn't care about, um, my like people's perception too much of, of how I was received because the intention was I love myself for the fact that I'm evil capable of stepping out here. And when I condition myself to not be so caught up on focusing in putting my self-worth in things that I couldn't control and putting all my self-worth in things that I could, that I did more. 
I could I could stay consistent because the outcome, the positive outcome wasn't attached to something that I couldn't control, which was beyond what I could control ultimately, which was just simply taking the action in itself, right? So the big thing is you have to be okay with people seeing you fail. I loved the fact that, you know, surfing is an amazing thing. Surfing is one of those things that you have to fail at in front of people time and time and time and time again to get even just a little bit good at it, right? And you keep doing it even amongst all the frustration because you have an end goal in mind where you're you're loving it, you're enjoying it, you're you're just fucking whoppa, fucking like just you know fucking Kelly Slater shit. Well, maybe not Kelly Slater shit. I'm definitely not like that. I'm not even close, right? I'm just on little baby waves, just riding longboards, small wave baby club, small wave club. That's where I'm at. But in the long term. I'm hoping that, you know, through the frustration and there's days where I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking a nightmare. Like I've taken 10 steps backwards. I was better the other day now. What's happening here? And that's the humbling thing is that it's good to be able to let people see you get better, right? That's a service that you give to them. That is a privilege that you give to them. That is value in itself, okay? So that's the big thing. And again, why I love surfing, you have to just keep failing over and over again in front of people with the vision in mind that you know that there's going to be a day that if you keep doing what you're doing, that you're going to be incredible at it, right? And that vision obviously has to be bigger than all the other stuff combined and all the other worries about what people are going to think and all those sorts of things, right? So they are just some key key things that I sort of took into account and thought about when I was navigating because it was tricky. It was tricky. I was around a lot of people that um, were quite opinionated and I still have a lot of really good relationships with a lot of people, you know, um, you know, from, from growing up. But there was definitely a lot of kickback from some people that really just kind of wanted to keep me withheld back into sort of the, the realms of what they knew. And I was depressed. I was, I was downtrodden. I wanted more, I wanted better. I wanted different. I felt like I wasn't living a life that was, was designed for me. And it was okay that they were happy with what they had, but I wasn't. Right. And I had to go do something about it. And it came with having to be kept accountable by the people around me that knew me and having to prove to them that I was serious about what it is that I was going into. It meant a lot to me. Right. And if it obviously meant a lot to me, it was going to get done or I was going to work on it regardless of whether or not people were coming along for the ride. Okay, so these are some things for you to take into consideration. Hopefully, this helps you out. Um, I don't even know if I'm supposed to do like again because I'm I'm trying to shoot this for podcast and I'm trying to shoot this for YouTube or whatever or Instagram, blah blah blah, right? Uh, the whole you know subscribe, like this and that or the other. You're gonna do it regardless of whether or not. I know people say, you know, you need to prompt people to like, subscribe, all that sort of thing. Do it if you want. Right. Hopefully, I'm going to keep making some more of these. Yeah, I will be. Um, I'm committed to to putting out more content like this. Uh, if there's anything you want to talk about, any videos you want me to react to, anything that's going on in the world that is important to you that you'd like my perspective on, send it to me, DM me. Uh, otherwise, I'll see you on the next video, podcast, whatever this is going to be. Cheers.